There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, Mr. Croaky Voice, Andy Goldstein. Yeah, it's a bit croaky. Not good when your job is just talking, but hey-ho. You have to pay the bills somehow. Anyway, we begin this podcast with serious stuff. So uh, I'll leave my Max Rushton jokes till later on in the podcast. And we start with Jamie O'Hara giving his view on Richard Keogh, saying he's been thrown to the wolves by Derby on the Jim White Show. The biggest problem with this situation is is the other two lads are, are there. They're young boys. They're assets for the football club. And they've kind of, they've just gone back to playing. Richard yeah. Keogh's just kind of, for me been dumped to the wayside a bit and it's and as I said you're an asset until you're not an asset and they've just kind of they've used Keogh he's been great for him and then all of a sudden when he needs you the most potentially where his career is you know on at the end might need some help I feel like they've just threw him to the threw him to the walls lots of you wanted to have your say on TalkSport this is what Adrian Durham who of course does drive time made of the whole situation I have no sympathy for him because you are, you're responsible for yourself, you're a 33-year-old adult male and you've been made captain of a prestigious football club. With that comes responsibility and you actually laughed in the face of that. So I have no sympathy for him. Where I do have an issue is that I agree with anybody who says this isn't right because Bennett and Lawrence went straight back in the first team. I totally agree with that. That That doesn't feel right. They're very, very lucky and it's cynical, I think, from Derby County. But they did offer him a contract, and I think it's quite a healthy contract, bearing in mind what happened. With Bennett and Lawrence, I mean, people are saying, well, they're they're keeping them because they're assets. I don't think Mason Bennett's a massive asset. Tom Lawrence, possibly, but there is an issue with Tom Lawrence. Well, they're probably not on the same wages as Keogh is, would you say? Um, Tom Lawrence, Tom Lawrence possibly, might be, yeah. possibly after last be. year's Mason Bennett nowhere Absolutely near. Absolutely nowhere near. Yeah. Nowhere near. Uh, Tom Lawrence may well be. Uh, he might be on a decent salary, but I think there's an issue that came up in court with Tom Lawrence about his mum dying, and, I, and you may want to look on that cynically, react to that how you want to react to that. But that is an issue that I mean, people are saying that the, the Jamie O'Hara is talking about throwing Richard Keogh to the wolves. Imagine they sat Tom Lawrence. And a lot came out about how he hadn't been able to deal with the death of his mother. That will be wrong of Derby County, okay? So we have to take that on board. But let's let's face it. He hasn't been thrown to the wolves at all, okay? Richard Keogh has been offered the chance to stay at the football club and to use all the facilities, be they for issues he might have mentally off the back of this, be they for physical issues. He's been offered all of those facilities. He's chosen to be sacked, basically. It's either the sack or... Or you accept half your salary. And he's chosen the sack. 
Now, even if he has issues mentally or physically that he needs help with, he's got the PFA, he's got his family, he's got private therapy, private physicians that he can use, anything that he can use, okay? So it's not like he's completely on his own. Derby County offered to be there for him, but because the money wasn't as much as he wanted, he's chosen not to take that. How can anybody have sympathy with him for that? It's a terrible decision from him. Mm. I think he's been given a massive lifeline by Derby, and and he's basically said no. So why should we feel sorry for him? I I, I cannot understand it at all. Well, well, if he was self-employed, that'd be it, wouldn't it? He would instantly not make any money Correct. because he wouldn't be able to fulfil his duties. But luckily for him, he's a sportsman. He will have insurance. He's covered, and. He's a footballer now at Derby on 24 grand a week. Probably, like I said, if that were me, I would have been taking some kind of responsibility. I don't think I'd have wanted to have taken... Um, you would have accepted a cut, but realistically, that there's got to be a realistic cut. You suddenly can't just whip away 50% of your salary. If that is going to be the figure that comes out, I've no idea, but... I would say realistically, that's what it would have been. And that's a massive dip. It's a massive dip. It is, uh, but 100% uh, reduction is even bigger. Uh, Robbers said, trying to justify Keo getting sacked while the other two had some wages taken off them is a joke. I'm not trying to justify it at all. I said Bennett and Lawrence, very lucky, but I don't have sympathy with Richard Keo. It's that simple. On now to the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show, and I never thought I'd say this, but when's Big Al coming back? Because that chancer, Max Thingamajig, was again, I don't know how he gets into that seat, but somehow he must have pictures of someone. Anyway, Max Rushton was presenting the show and Stuart Broad was talking, as was Steve Harmison, about Goffey's new gig. I mean, having Goffey come in is, is so exciting, even for someone at my age, because you can learn from people um, that have played so much cricket. So I think that's what this England team do so well, is very open to learn from past players, from players that have been around and, and pick up different ideas. You know, we talk about the Ashes going going forward. You know, you mentioned there you're 33 year old, and I think a lot of people, you know, because you've played you played so much cricket. You know, there is you you keep making this point. Um, there is a lot of a lot of cricket left in Stuart Broad, isn't there? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I'm someone who doesn't like like to look too far ahead. I think at the start of this summer, I was being written off slightly. Um, and you're right. When you get to 33, you the questions get asked. I mean, I was called a veteran at 27, I think, because I started so young. It's just one of those things that follows you around. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm someone who takes it month by month, really, because I think if you start looking towards the end, you stop searching for improvement. You stop having a real desire to, to work on new things and and new angles, new deliveries, new grips, etc., which which can help you. Um, that's why last winter I set a real challenge to change my run-up because I felt like that was a step of improvement and, and something that I could just reduce my stride pattern slightly to give me more balance and, and um, I felt more consistency at the crease. And that's something that's really worked. So that's a little change that, that I made at 32 that I spoke to Sir Richard Hadley a lot about that has helped me a huge amount. And actually, I think you need things in your game that you're always looking to improve. And then as soon as that desire to improve stops, I think you know. I'm flying to Australia tonight. What are, what are, your, what are your tactics for a long haul? You know, you must have done it a lot. Are you like a bottle of red wine or sleeping pills? How do you get through it? <laughs> yeah, the true sportsman's diet, that. Um, 
yeah. What, what are you flying for Australia for? Holiday. <sighs> Seeing the wife. Doing a bit of work, but seeing the wife, she's she, she tries to leave me on a yearly basis before you have to go and chase her and get her back. If it's a holiday, yeah, get stuck into a bit of champagne before you go and red wine as, you, as you're moving. But if it's for work, um, we actually get an email a week before we fly of sleep patterns, when we the hours we're supposed to sleep, the hours we're supposed to stay awake to reduce jet lag at the, the other side. So I can forward our New Zealand email but to you. I, I would have, the trouble is, I can't work my sleep patterns because Alan Brazil, I keep getting a call at 4am to come to work, probably when I'm not expecting it. But uh, <laughs> that, that's something to, that I can talk to Alan Brazil about. Yeah. Um, uh, listen, thanks well, so much. He's helping you out. He's helping you out, <laughs> isn't he? He's getting you used to the Australian time zone. He is, yeah. Over now to kick off with Hugh Wozencroft. Alongside Hugh was Darren Lewis from The Mirror. And former footballer Chris Iwellemo. And yes, I am pronouncing his name correctly. Lots of you say Uwalumo. You are Uwalu wrong. It's Iwellemo, he told me. And this is them reacting to Granite Xhaka's statement that came out earlier yesterday. We've got an Arsenal uh, uh, supporter on the line. Greg is with us. Um, Greg, what do you make of Granite Xhaka's response? Uh, well, first of all, I've been a supporter for 40 plus years. And I've seen some poor, poor players play for Arsenal. Example number one, Gus Caesar from back in the day was one of the worst players I've ever seen in my life wearing an Arsenal shirt. Now, Granit Xhaka is the same. He's poor. He's poor, poor, poor. He's got nothing to offer the game whatsoever. I don't care what stats you can read, this, that and the other. Now he's coming out with, we want to move on and, you know, go uh, love the game and all this, that and the other and mutual respect. That's fair enough. But you can't respect a player that's that poor. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're telling me that if Granit Xhaka was a brilliant player yeah. for Arsenal, then what happened on Sunday you wouldn't have been angry about? No. You no, wouldn't have been no, angry everyone's about... Like, no, everyone's human. Right? Everyone's, everyone's human, right? So at the end of the day, there's abuse where if you have got a player for being really poor, that for me is acceptable. But when you're going personal, that's wrong. And, uh, you know, I don't condone that whatsoever. But what I'm saying is if the guy is so poor and he makes us play so badly at times through his lack of mobility and his lack of skill and his lack of knowing what he's doing in the position that he's playing, then surely we can see it as supporters, which I'm telling you, 90% of us probably do, yet Emery can't see that and he's still playing in there as captain. And Greg, let's face it. Greg, what do you want him to do? Do you want him to say to, here, do I, I don't want to play, I'm not good enough to play, I don't want to captain the team. What, what is it you want him what? to do as a human being? Wait a minute, that's his what? boss, that's his job, he's an Arsenal player. He's he's there. Yeah. His his okay. manager says, I'm gonna okay. as as a no Greg, as a footballer, your manager says, I want you yeah. to play out of position. Any player would say, I'm gonna I'm gonna do whatever I need to do to get in the team. Now you I don't, okay. what you just said there, because he's you you you're not having him as a player, that gives a certain minority of fans the right to give him certain abuse from the, that's part and parcel of football, I understand what? it. And there's gonna be he, certain he, he Sorry? If I pay my money as a season ticket holder, I've got a right to have a pop with someone who's that poor that makes us play really poorly. You don't think? The point is, the guy is a poor player. Right? No, He's very, very poor at what he does. It doesn't matter whether the manager tells him this, that and the other. He's not good enough. He's pony. When he's on the when he's playing, it, it, when I see his name on the thing, like most of my mates will go there as well, same as me. We see his name on the sheet and think, oh wow. But Greg, you're missing the point. Greg, you're, Greg, you're missing the point. You're almost saying to us that if Granite Jacker was really good, then you would have been happy with the way that, that he came off the pitch at the weekend, the way that he spoke to fans. But no, because he's not great, then it's not, not acceptable. At all, not at all. No, okay, so it's not relevant whether Granite Jack is a great. It's not. Then it's not relevant if he's a great I, player or not. Do I you accept said, the action said, at the weekend? No, I didn't say what he did was good or bad. What I'm saying to you is, the bottom line is he's a poor player, right? 
so he's going to get a bit of stick, right? But he's getting so much abuse from other people, idiots. That's fine. He's got a right to have the ump. So what he did was fair enough. I'm not having a go at that. What I'm saying to you is he's that poor. Maybe he should take the hint. Maybe you should take the hint at Emery to get together and say, well, you know what? Maybe it's time you move on. So poor Maybe players, basically, else. poor players are fair game. Anyone who's a poor player, oh, basically, yeah, poor. you can give, admit, tell them what, what you want. What you're saying is, we sit there and pay our money. So if somebody's that rubbish for over two years, it's all right, that's all right. Don't worry about it. You're going to laugh. You're listening to TalkSport Daily, and this is Jason Cundy. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Back now, of course, to the show that has that ginger fella and a famous cricketer. Yep, this is Prince Harry and David Gower talking grind my gears on drive. You know what really grinds my gears? It takes four seconds. I've counted it. I went and did it. Baker Kate shaved the beard off. I should be Batman. You know what really grinds my gears? Well, it's a simple one. It's Halloween. What load of old rubbish. What's got, it's got bigger than ever, isn't it? Well, Ow! I didn't even know it was Halloween. That's yes, how I was. Come I, on, I, I promise you, I ate. I promise you, I didn't. I never even thought about it. You know my views on cards. You get cards now for Halloween, don't you? I know, you? it's crazy. That's been another grand my gears of last week, but didn't even do cards for it now. People get dressed up. Have you? Are you going to leave sweets out and all that uh, stuff? The good thing about electric gates, mate. <laughs> so, if you if you know where Goffy lives, <laughs> throw eggs at the electric gates. <laughs> Shocking, isn't You're it? You're so mean. No, and I think what they should do now with with is preparing for the future. It's very difficult. Houses are getting more expensive, so I I don't think you should give them sweets anymore. Right. So give him a quid. Give him a quid. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. So what are you meant? To, are you meant to answer your door to these? I mean, a lot of people leave a big bowl of sweets. So you meant to leave a big bowl of pound coins or something? Oh, don't you answer the I'm door? You just getting up every. You five actually minutes. just leave. Yeah. A bowl of sweets outside. Well, yeah. what the first person that comes? What do you think they're going to do? Take the lot? No. They, well, round our way, they all go around with their parents, and the parents don't let them do that. So. Really? Yeah, of course. That's what should be happening. 
a load of kids wandering around at like eight, nine o'clock at night on their own in the dark. Well, it won't be, will they? When do they finish school these days? Four o'clock? They don't start then, do they? No, because they do start at four o'clock. I came off um, the train today. Yeah. Uh, what time would I go? It was quarter past one. Mm-hmm. I would go off the train at Euston. There was a group of about six or seven people running towards me. I thought, what have I done? Because like I said, I didn't even think Halloween. And they were dressed in, dressed up and makeup all over them. Um, and I thought, well, what's going on here? And obviously, now I know, it's Halloween and they were going to some party, probably, rushing to get a train to wherever they were taking them. Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool, Glasgow. I don't know what they were doing, but I just... I thought it was a... I thought it was an extra in a, in a film at one point. When they were, honestly, eh? Yeah, I thought, you just didn't realise what the date was, no? No, I didn't even think you about it. You actually thought, what's going on? Yes. <laughs> you thought, genuinely thought a load of zombies were heading towards you. Honest truth, mate, I did not have a clue <laughs> what even date it is. You know what? I, I sometimes don't know the date. I don't even worry about what date it is. <laughs> Back now to the Adam Brazil Sports Breakfast Show and that empty seat was asking questions to Mark Quato. He was the 2007 England Rugby World Cup finalist, or if you like, loser. How many times have you been asked about that try that wasn't given in the last in the last week? Oh, mate, I'm sick of it. I'm getting some stick now as well because uh, all the lads are giving me a bit of stick. It's been in the paper. There's been a few articles in the papers this week, and I think everyone's just sick of hearing about it as much as I am, really. But I'm, I'm getting told every day, just get over it, mate. Get over it. It was 12 years ago. Are you over it? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a try. It was a try, definitely. It no, no, I'm I'm over it, mate. I'm over oh, it. No, I'm, I'm pleased you managed to, to move on. Do you know what? I'd sort of blanked it from my mind until this morning when I was looking back yeah. at it and getting slightly irate that it wasn't given. I love the idea. You know, and fans. I've had a, I've had a lot of South Africans on Twitter um, calling me out, abusing me on Twitter, saying. Uh, there's no way it was a try. Just shut up. Da, 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 da. But uh, all good fun. Um, how do you see this game going on Saturday? I'm, I'm nervous that we're getting a bit overconfident after after beating yeah. the All Blacks. We think that's pretty much job done. I think the good thing for me, uh, or the, sort of the observation from the weekend, was I think as as fans we we were all absolutely ecstatic in the way that England played um, and beating the All Blacks and beating them so convincingly, you know, from minute one till the final whistle, you know, that every aspect of the game, we, we seem to completely dominate them. And I think for, for us, again, it was it was almost like, right, job's done. We've beaten the All Blacks. We've, we've won the World Cup. But you look at the players, um, you know, immediately after that game, there was there was almost no celebration. Mm-hmm. You know, they were really really calm, really calculated. And everything everything was about parking that result. Yeah, it was good. We beat the All Blacks. You know they have been the best team in the world for a decade, but there was still one more job at hand, and that was this Saturday. Um, so for me, the, the way the lads reacted, you know, there was a number of lads that spoke immediately after that game, and and it was all about there's still one more job at hand here. This, you know, yeah, we came here to beat the All Blacks, and it's great we beat the All Blacks, but the the main job in hand is to, is to go home with that World Cup, and we've still got one. One game next week um, before we can uh, before we can hopefully do that. So I think I, th- I think they're in a brilliant spot, both you know physically, mentally, um, from a performance point of view. Everything seems to be just peaking at the right time. Um, so fingers crossed, it goes to plan on uh, on Saturday. 
Now over to Hawksby and Jacobs and some of the best bits. Now, I've not heard this show, but I'm reliably informed, although I don't know if it'll make the cut, that Andy Jacobs was talking about his new telegram he got from the Queen. Now, uh, yes. on Twitter, uh, the good people at uh, Football Archive um, put out some fantastic old pictures. Okay. And uh, I may also recommend Mal Winkle's Football Memorabilia. Really? Yeah, good name. Yeah, it but, is. Uh, Mal also puts out some brilliant old pictures from back in the day. And this one was of uh, Leeds United Juniors. Okay, real name. Sorry, I, I think it is, yeah. I used to work for a man years ago called Mr. Winkle. Really? Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's maybe a more common name than you think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems unlikely. He, he made, he, he, <laughs> I, I mean, really, it would have made for a very unlikely Mr. Man book. <laughs> that probably would never have been. But that was his name. Yeah, well, fair enough. He was the governor, so he was known as, you'd have to say, Yes, Mr. Winkle. Or, I mean, it, it, he wasn't played by Kenneth Williams. He really did exist. I love the so, idea that he insisted on being called Mr. Winkle, not by his first name. What was his first name? Um, I, do you know, I, I, not Wee Willie. I, I don't think I ever... Course I, it was. I never, he was the gaffer. I never found out. It was like a holiday job. I was a kid, yeah, yeah. you know, okay, and uh, Tyler enough. just called him Mr. Winkle. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He might be listening this afternoon. I did, yeah, I mean, he's, I'd be, he'd be well, getting, next years later. He'd be getting on there. He'd be getting on there. I think he'd be well, getting on there. We'll be getting on. So no, this was Les Cocker, who, of course, uh, the famous Les train. Cocker. No, 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 no. This year, this is Les Les Cocker, who was Got the other shellfish. And now, of course, to the moment you've all been waiting for. My voice is so squeaky, but I'll continue because I'm a fighter. Yes, the best bits of the sports bar with me and him and the last one of the week. Now, Thursday has some glorious moments from, by the way, to Billy Stats, to boxing chat, to football chat, to the midnight train. And I'm reliably informed by producer Tom that the majority of that great stuff will be in here. So if it's not, let me know. Tweet me, Andy Golson 5 And of course, because I'm a nice bloke, I'll sue him. Time now for this week's By The Ways, By The Way. 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 Now, um, this has been borned, as my kids would say, from Jason's mind, because Jason said for a long, long time, by the way, and then I picked him up on it, and then we just realised that everyone says, by the way. It's one of the most commonly used terms out there right now. Once you you hear it... Danny Kelly kicks things off with a shouty, by the way. Exactly what I was thinking. That would have been been a red card in Rugby Union. But it's only a yellow card in soccer. I know, and we haven't got long to play. How long is this game going to go on for, by the way? I don't know. Oh, yeah, and a little bit of anger at the end. Yeah. Methinks. Okay, uh, now to drive and Goffey with a Halloween special, by the way. Man City mm. beat Burton 9-0. Southampton lost to Leicester 9-0. And now Man City. <laughs> by the way. Oh, <laughs> from nowhere. That's, I don't know where. That's thanks to Zach Ball. Good thanks work, for Zach. that, Zach. Uh, Paul Hawksby now with a by the way that covers up forgotten information he was meant to tell you earlier on in the conversation. As well as uh, a very interesting story from the world of Australian cricket. That's all coming up. Uh, by the way, uh, Goffey has got a new gig. There you go. He yeah, forgot and then yeah. he's chucked it in with us. He's by the way, amazing how often people use it. As a segue. Uh, now, Stuart Pearce on CoComs with a rock and roll, by the way. I'll tell you what, we've just flashed on to Noel Gallagher up in the boxes and I'm going to go for someone from Oasis. Being at number one. 
Oh, and by the way, we're looking Offside. at... He, so, do you know what he uses that to get himself out of a cul-de-sac of yeah, what he, am I talking about yeah, and it's, it's commonly used to Very get yourself clever. out that's uh, thanks to Andy Taylor good work uh, Sean Dyche now with the first ever managerial by the way on this show I often when I mention it they bring, they bring my name towards one player in this case it was Hudson Adoy nothing to do with him by the way fantastic young talent and and the, by the by the way <laughs> by the way thanks to Adrian Sherlock um, Sean Dyche invented the by the way didn't he, he kind of did that was, that was his job by the way that was his job by the way that, yeah that was on H and J made famous by them uh, and finally it's Bob Mills on the end of a Perry Groves interrupting double by the way although they haven't led to goals very often but that as Alex says quite by right, the way that's not his fault that's oh by the way fault. you hate stats <laughs> that was a, can Shout we play that one again because yeah. he, he needs to get his oar in and he can't so yeah, he goes in yeah, with a double by the way although they haven't led to goals very often but that as Alex says quite by right, the way that's not his fault that's oh by the way fault. you oh, hate stats by the way oh 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 by the way I'm talking by the way that's thanks to Andy Trout could work bit fishy that was this week's by the ways But that's it for another podcast. Again, good work, everyone. One of my favourite I've done today. A uh, quick reminder that, my goodness, look how much live sport is on TalkSport over the weekend. So, on Saturday at half past 12, just after midday, live commentary on TalkSport of Bournemouth against Manchester United. Come on, United. OK, you have to remain impartial here. Then at 3pm on TalkSport 2, you can hear live commentary of Arsenal against Wolves. And then back on TalkSport at half past five, come on, your Hornets, it's Watford against Chelsea. That's it. Thanks so much for joining us. Make sure you join me on Sunday night from 9pm for the Andy Goldstein Transgroup Express. And of course, keep downloading all of these. If we get to really, really big numbers, I'm told a packet of Colin the Caterpillars is coming my way as payment. Happy days. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.